Welcome to Prima's 2017 podcast series. My name is Shonda Ragland. I am the Director of Education and Training at Prima. On this Prima podcast, Joseph McCullough will discuss the transformation of workers' comp transportation. Joseph McCullough is Senior Vice President of Transportation and Translation at One Call Care Management. He has over 10 years of experience in healthcare leadership. In the past, McCullough served as the Chief Executive Officer of Zone Care USA and Select MRI prior to their acquisition by Medical Services Company in 2008. Throughout his career at One Call Care Management, Kalau has grown the transportation and translation business from $20 million to $135 million in revenue and successfully integrated six acquisitions into a highly efficient, technology-driven business model. McCullough began his career in 1989 with Sears Company in Roanoke, Virginia. He attended Radford University. We will also be joined by Danica Williams, Prima's Member Services Manager. Danica will moderate the discussion. Enjoy the show. Joe, it's a pleasure to have you with us today. To begin, how is ride-sharing technology transforming non-emergent transportation in the workers' compensation industry? Well, first of all, I really do believe it is transforming in nature. The seamless uh, fluidness of transportation with using ride-sharing is you know, completely different from what you may experience today. Today, most of the efforts are coordinated around the scheduling of the transportation needed uh, versus ride-sharing where the scheduling is actually the easier piece because of the vast amount of the size of the network. You know, you think about uh, in Lyft situation with over 300,000 drivers uh, on the road at any given one time and the ability to access that, uh, really scheduling is not the, the, the challenge. What the shift has gone from is scheduling to now being able to influence those active rides, or as we refer to as active ride management. Uh, So it's a better patient experience with this technology platform, having the ability to uh, give the patient the name of the driver, what they look like, the car that's coming to pick them up, an estimated time of arrival, the ability to track that if they like. There's a peace of mind. In addition for the clients, there's a cost savings associated with that, Uh, There's from whether it be wait time or just a transparency uh, from the price structure. Uh, So there's cost savings, it's faster, uh, it's more affordable, and it's a better patient experience. So it truly is transformation of the space today. So how does ride-sharing technology improve the care of an injured worker specifically? So let's look at kind of how it works today and how this is going to kind of play out in the transformation if you look at healthcare transportation in, in general, there are, you know, over, there's basically 3.7 million people who miss medical appointments a year uh, due to transportation. Uh, so just that fact alone is, is staggering. And it's much more about just missing that appointment. It's the cascading effect it has on their, throughout the continuum of care. Uh, you think of people who have chronic disorders, uh, dialysis that's needed, cancer patients, et cetera or just the rehabilitation from an injured worker and how important it is to have that appointment kept. So the care, the ability to to mitigate service disruptions through this program is immense. Through our pilot that we did with Lyft, we are able to increase the 
number of rides that happen in those rush scenarios by over 60%. And when I say rush, I mean rush whether they were called in at the last minute because of a change in appointment time to maybe our traditional transportation driver gave the trip back. Because as we know in transportation, things are going to happen. But having that ability on demand to dispatch another driver to mitigate that service disruption and to keep that continuum of care intact has a cascading impact on the cost of the claim driving it down. So why wouldn't you want to bet on that, that those 300,000 drivers, the experience of the patient, like I said, having that SMS messaging going out to the patient where before they may not have that to identify the driver, that peace of mind, knowing you're going to get there. And then, oh, by the way, because we are actively managing that ride, let's say you were going to be a few minutes late to that appointment, instead of having that stress on you, we actually see that. We can call the facility, push back that appointment, let them know you're going to be there, call you while you're en route, tell the patient we got it covered, and notify the client to let them know they will be there on time. That's a dramatic change than what happens today, where it's much more of a retrospective approach trying to find out what happened after it happened. We hope you're enjoying the podcast. In 2017, Prima will host two enterprise risk management ERM trainings. The first ERM training session will take place March 21st through 22nd in Memphis, Tennessee. The second ERM training will take place November 14th through 15th in San Diego, California. I hope you're able to attend one of the 2017 ERM trainings. Here are some words from Prima's ERM faculty member, Tim Wiseman, regarding why risk management professionals should attend Prima's ERM training. Well, I think we find ourselves today in a very complex environment, not only with global marketplace, but the advancement of technology and communications. Uh, Both public and private sector entities and organizations are really wrestling with how to process information about vulnerabilities and risks that are associated with their objectives and goals and strategies. So there's sort of a general understanding and realization that some of the older practices in risk management may have been adequate at the time, but there's sort of a need to step up the game and take a more holistic approach. And I think that's the door that's opening and has opened for organizations, both public and private sector, to embrace uh, an enterprise-wide risk management approach. To learn more about Prima's ERM training, visit primacentral.org. Now back to Joe and Danica. One Call Care Management recently announced a partnership with Lyft. What are some insights you gained from the initial pilot program with them? I would say the biggest insight we gained is that active ride management piece, where today, as I mentioned, most of the time is spent on the scheduling of the, that trip and the confirmation process to ensure that driver is going to pick up that patient on time. Uh, once you do that, you really are kind of looking in the rearview mirror and only acting on something after the fact. Uh, a patient may call you after they weren't picked up and said, what happened? Or they may call you and say, my driver's 15 minutes late. I've, I've waited 15 minutes. They may not call you at all and you find out from a client a few days later or a case manager that they never made it on time or they made it late and the facility couldn't see them. So the biggest shift in what we learned in the insight was that 
all that effort for scheduling has now switched to having the ability to impact that ride during the course of that trip. We didn't have that before. So having that visibility, having those real-time metrics, knowing exactly when someone's picked up, when someone's exactly dropped off, know the validation of that. So the power of having all the real-time data points was very powerful and gives you a, a peace of mind, a sense of confidence and validation that things really did take place and they took place the right way. We also started to understand that the patient experience, while we thought we were patient-centric and we were, the patient experience now is enhanced and you have to be more thoughtful about it because a lot of these folks may not have used this service before in ride-sharing and you're creating a new expectation, meaning if you tell somebody something's showing up in eight minutes, it, then their internal clock goes off and they want to know that it's actually going to be there. So having the ability to enhance that along the way, whether it be providing them with the ability to track it themselves or giving them that call if something was running a little bit behind uh, was a big insight for us on how we have to be very patient-centric and actively manage that ride. Now, Joe, what are some benefits that you can share of having an integrated technology platform with Lyft? I think this is one of the, the biggest advantages we have versus what maybe some other folks uh, will be doing out in the marketplace. It's a formal relationship. It's a true partnership with the understanding that we're really trying to impact healthcare transportation. We want to fix healthcare transportation. You know, everything we do, we're doing to be the transportation solution you can trust. So what that formal partnership gives us is the ability to put two very large organizations with the same common goal and to leverage that intellectual capital and look at what's actually taking place in real time to see how can we enhance that. So it's a constant feedback loop from the patient, the client, as well as the driver and how to be sure their experience is enhanced and seamless and fluid along the way, all keeping in mind that we want to get the person there on time, be affordable, and break down any of those barriers associated or problems that are associated with healthcare transportation. So we're able to leverage that partnership and then very quickly, in a matter of, you know, a couple weeks, make any changes to the technology to where we've improved it even more. So we're kind of making not incremental steps, but leapfrog steps, and at the same time lift is learning and gaining expertise to actually polish their technology even more uh, specifically for healthcare transportation. In closing, how does this technology promote or even encourage compliance? I think compliance both on the driver side as well as sometimes on the patient side is, is very problematic in the space today. From a driver perspective, it is a fragmented network trying to drive compliance for a fragmented network of over 3,000 some drivers, let's say, that we have, it's very challenging. What we're able to do with the Lyft platform is because it is a technology platform that everyone is connected to, you have that real-time data that's pushed to you that you can visibly see. So it drives that compliance. There are certain rules in place, you know, satisfaction ratings that have to be maintained, acceptance of trips, all monitored by the technology on the driver's side. Knowing that a ride cannot be initiated unless it's initiated from us, therefore a patient just can't call a driver 
and say, come pick me up, and then we have to ha kind of backtrack on the authorization process. So it really drives the compliance through the technology. On the patient side, I would say that it's, you know, it's not really compliance. It's more of a kind of an ease of use, and because it's such a great experience, it's easier to comply because it's not troubling. Imagine if you go to an appointment, uh, if you weren't using ride-sharing, let's say your you know, payer didn't want to authorize wait time. So without authorized wait time, which is costly, that patient may have to wait for that driver that's dispatched, that's scheduled, to come back to get them. That could be a 45-minute wait. It could be an hour wait. Having the ability to dispatch on demand through this program, we know that on average, an estimated time of arrival for a pickup is under nine minutes. So because that user experience is so positive, it lends itself to drive compliance more organically. Thank you very much, Joe. We have reached the end of our podcast. Thanks so much, Joe and Danica. Please visit the Prima website to listen to other Prima podcasts, join upcoming Prima webinars, read Prima blogs, and learn about additional Prima educational resources. Be sure to check us out on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and our very own Prima Talk. Enjoy the rest of your day.